Hey, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Michael, and I'm both grateful and excited that you're here with me today. Currently on the show, we're following my journey as a creator, entrepreneur, and future family man. I'll be sharing the ups, the downs, and really everything in between in order to bring encouragement, motivation, and drive to your own daily life. So let's go out together and create the lives we want to live. Hey there, so glad that you can be here with me again, checking in and just hearing an update on a little bit about my life, but mostly what I mentioned last week is that I am going to outline a plan of what we're doing for these next steps with Coffee Up Cup. That's my coffee and wellness brand that I have been working on. A lot of the recent episodes in these last few months have been talking about me building that, putting it together, and really everything that I'm experiencing as an entrepreneur of going through that. And yeah, it's not easy. And, and really, I mean, there are a few fun parts to it, but the overall gist is that, yeah, it's, it's not that much fun. But I am trying my best to have fun with it. So that's all that counts, right? Right? Uh, I don't know. But let's jump into hearing a little bit about the chickens are thirsty soul verse, and then we'll jump right into that. Okay, so for our chickens, the little chicks, we have five of them. They are doing very well, super cute. They are growing bigger, but they are still much smaller than our buff Orpington chicks were back when they were a little over two weeks old. So it's very interesting to see because these chicks are Japanese bantam, which are going to be much smaller in general. But as I mentioned last week, what we have noticed is that their wings are growing like exponentially bigger than these other chicks we had last year so that is very interesting very cool to see and these little guys love to fly they can fly seemingly much further and have no fear about just going for it <laughs> and if you're following along on my personal instagram i've been sharing stories and videos and photos really a ton about these chicks and even a slow motion video of them taking flight it is so cool, especially when you can see a bird taking off and landing in slow motion, things that you don't normally see, even on the Discovery Channel. You don't see that, but can you see that at our house with our chickens? Yeah, you can. But the other thing that I've been mentioning is that we don't know how many are going to be roosters, males, and how many are going to be females because we can only keep the females due to us being in the city and the rules they have about that. Well, one of the things that is an indicator of if it's going to be a male is that the comb which is on the top of their head so like the waddle on top of their head comb like your hair so think of it as their hair the little red hair but that will grow a lot faster in the males and this past week we have three that are having much more pronounced combs growing which means you know it's not 100 percent yet but Basically, it looks like three of them are males that we won't get to keep, which is kind of sad, but two of them we will. One is Blackbeak, and that's not her official name, but she is one of the black and white chickens, primarily black, and she's the only one that has a full like black beak. So she's got like this awesome, cool pirate name, at least for now, Blackbeak. And then one of the white ones is also going to be a female and she is no name right now. So we're going to see how that goes. But the one thing we started doing this past week was 
letting them out to run around the yard with Tulip, who is their mother, their surrogate mother, and it is so cute to see them follow behind her. They like to jump on top of her and go for rides as she's walking around, which she will tolerate it for a little bit, but then after a few minutes usually knocks him off, like gives her feathers a big rustle and that pops him off or drops her head and then that's a sure way for them to slip right off. But still very cute, very awesome, very cool to experience overall. And yeah, for now, they're doing good. They're growing bigger. They are so loud. I mean, when they were newborns, they are very loud. So it's crazy to see such a little thing. You're like, how are you making so much noise? I don't know, but so far it's been a blast. So make sure you're following along with my personal Instagram if you want some updates on that. Eventually, I will go ahead and put together an Instagram reel kind of showing their development. Still haven't gotten to that yet, but hey, when I do, don't worry. I'll mention it and I'll share it in the notes. So let's jump to our next section about the Thirsty Soul Weekly Verse. Alrighty, so if you remember last week, we did take a break and a pause. We added, I added an extra week to learn that verse from last week. And for me, it was really helpful to go ahead and give me the extra time so I could go ahead and learn it as well as hopefully it was helpful for yourself as well if you are learning these verses with all of us and just you know a reminder that you can go back and make sure that you actually know some of the other verses that we have been learning it's always a great thing to do but excitingly enough we have a new verse picked out for this week and it comes from psalm 51 verses 10 through 12 and it reads create in me a pure heart O god and renew a steadfast spirit within me do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. And this is one that I thought would be a great one to add to these other verses we're learning. We haven't really learned one like this, one where you are just, you know, praying to God, crying out to God. You know, maybe you've made mistakes, maybe things aren't going the way you thought they would or how, you know, I don't know. There is a lot of situations in life where things are not going good. And a lot of times that is due to our own doing. <laughs> Sad to say, but it is probably very true to say. So I thought this would be a really helpful one. It's very comforting, encouraging, and one that is just good to know for when you are in these circumstances and you can just say, hey, Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. And this comes from Psalm, and that it was, you know, it was written by David. And in the notes, it says, A Psalm of David, when the prophet Nathan came to him after David had committed adultery with Bathsheba. And that was when, you know, a, a pretty long process, I think it was like maybe even a year or two after it had happened, but he committed adultery with her, got her husband killed. Like it was just one thing after another trying to cover up. The, the sin and the crime that he committed and kind of being distant from God. And then this was the moment when he kind of comes back to his senses and is then crying out to God saying, have mercy on me, oh God, is how it starts off. So I think it is very, you know, great to see. And in the notes that I had as well, it talked about for that verse 11, do not cast it do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me, was maybe possibly referring to Saul, who was the king before him. And there was a time in Saul's reign when God was with him, but then he made a very distinct decision to turn away from God. And it talks about the Holy Spirit, you know, the, the presence of God left him. 
and then he was tormented by evil spirits from then on. And that's when he, he kind of got into trying to kill David, you know, kind of that thing of David had seen when God was not with him anymore, the, the previous king. And so it was saying this was, I think most likely, I don't know, you know, take it with however you want to decipher it. But it made sense to me of like, oh, wow, he saw how when, the, you know, the king before made such a big mistake that God just left him. And then it ultimately ruined his kingdom. But David was like, do not do that, please. You know, <laughs> bring me back, restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. So I think it's a great verse to learn. Go ahead and get it memorized. Write it down on your note cards. Say it all throughout the day as you go. And we'll check in next week to see how it went. Okay, so now I want to talk about what I learned in this past week as well as update you on that coaching call that I had with the head coach. I had mentioned that that on Wednesday of last week, I was jumping on a call later that day and I was kind of nervous to see how it would go and was just hoping that I would be able to, you know, speak clearly, get my point across of what I am looking to do, the things I'm struggling with, and you know, just make sure I am understood and was understood. And usually with these calls, I actually really like them because I do like to talk and the guy that I would be talking with. He's super friendly, very kind, very nice. But before this one, I was very nervous. So I was like praying like, oh God, please give me wisdom of how to speak and knowing what to say. And you know, just that I would be calm and peaceful during it because I don't usually get nervous like that. But I was like, I don't know. I don't know. It was weird. But the call actually went really, really well. He kind of started out saying like, I know we we're going to talk about this and this, but I want to let you know we can kind of take this next hour call however you want to do it, which was actually really good because, you know, we had talked about talking about things I could be doing parallel while I was going through and trying to build an audience with social media. But remember, I had mentioned in that time since reaching out to him, I kind of decided that like, hey, I just need to, to start this company. Like if it fails, it fails. I don't want it to fail. I would hope that it wouldn't, but I want to just go ahead. I don't have time to wait anymore. Like I'm sick of waiting. And yeah, sometimes you do have to wait. So yes, patience is very good. Working hard, keep showing up is good, 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 <laughs> good. But other times it, it just doesn't work. And so I kind of explained to him that of like the whole social media thing that like the Thursday Soul verses, the reels I do, those bring in a lot of people and they get the most engagement, I get the most followers from those, but those people don't interact with anything. So even they are not engaged. And you know, on my podcast Instagram for this business, I don't get good engagement there. On my personal account, I also don't get good engagement. So it's just maybe a track record with me. I know if you wanted to be more on the conspiracy side of things, I would say that during 2020, when all of that garbage was going on in our country, I was following a lot of accounts and <laughs> interacting and commenting and messaging people that I'm friends with and family with about everything that was going on. And it was not the popular opinion of the country, or at least what the media wanted us all to think was the popular opinion. Because man, let me tell you, in these past few years after that, you see like, whoa, so many of us were on the same page. And it's just all of these people at the top that are, you know, really trying to control things, even our 
technology and with social media. So to me, that was when I saw a pretty big drop in engagement from my personal one, which that was before I had started any business ones. And so it doesn't surprise me that it follows along with me and likely will on every social media account I have with Instagram, which is owned by Facebook, which is Meta. So Meta owns the world right now, right? Them and Google and who else? You know, I'm sure you can name a few other big companies like that. But to me, that is more on the conspiracy side. And I don't want to say like, it's just because of that, that I can't do well on social media accounts. Because part of it too, is that I'm just not really interested in having it consume my soul like you need to do. If you want to really pick up the followers, the likes, the engagement, that and I joked with the the coach, which I was like, I'm actually kind of being serious. But the people that have shirtless pics and videos so a lot of the fitness accounts that are doing powders protein powders like that's a huge thing everyone wants to do fitness and that is something in our culture too that like attracts people you want to look at the nice people you you just want to look at half clothed or scandalously <laughs> clothed or posing people and so I was like, well, I don't, I don't do that. And I can't do that with coffee. And I really, I shouldn't be doing that <laughs> if you want to even go to that extent. So just showing coffee, like, oh yeah, it's me making coffee again. Who cares? I mean, I know that's rough to say about my own content, but really, you know, like, come on, especially if I'm not selling anything. I could see down the line once I have products, then yeah, it's fun to follow along. But right now it's just me talking trying to create content and so i explained all this to him and then he had opened up my profile on instagram for coffee up cup and it's like oh yeah i see what you mean <laughs> which was super funny but also kind of sad i'm like oh yeah once you look at the views like a hundred people viewed this reel Psh, uh, most should have a couple thousand or hundreds of thousands. And so it was actually good that he looked and that he had that because I was afraid he would almost say, or like other people in his position would say like, no, you just got to keep going. You've only been doing it for a couple months where I'm like, it's not doing anything. It's not going anywhere. And I told him I'm also on TikTok, but both are just kind of doing the same like people that are following are not engaged they don't comment or like other previous you know i mean upcoming ones so for me i don't even understand that of like why are you following if you don't want to engage at all so i don't know how that goes but it was very good he said that because then the conversation shifted to what i could be doing instead because i did kind of update him on what i talked about last episode i mentioned it just a few minutes ago of how like i just want to go like if i fail i fail i want to buy the coffee and try selling it and then like let's see let's see what happens <laughs> and just go for it which is kind of everything against what the program would want you to do but at the same time, like, I don't think they can expect that everyone is just going to be able to take off on social media. Because if you could do that, so many small businesses would be so successful right now. So many people would be influencers. So many people would, you know, just be blowing up if it really was that easy of just post a video or a photo every day and put stories. Because I've been doing that and I do that and nothing. <laughs> But the good thing that came out of that was that he suggested that it might be a good thing to go ahead and get started with doing ads, running paid ads. And that is something that I think I mentioned in that last episode too, that once you get up and going and you launch your brand, 
you have your first product, you're already going to be having to have a budget for ads and what you're paying for. And like, uh, it's a lot of money that you got to spend just to bring people in. And they have all these formulas that you can do to figure out how much per click you're spending and how you can retain the customer. And man, there is a lot to it. But my thinking was that if I'm already going to have to pay for them, why don't I just start that now and see if that can help? So the good thing is that this head coach has done a lot of paid ads for other businesses or products he has, and he kind of shared with me the back end look at what he has done. I mean, he just talked me through it, but what he and his wife have done for a product they have as far as this is kind of the outline of how most of these things work as far as what I've heard in a couple of different places since talking to him is that you have an ad on Facebook. It's either a video or an image. It draws people in, they click that, it brings them to a landing page. Landing page is basically just a beautiful website with whatever you're selling or whatever you're offering, you know, placed real nicely with images, maybe some video, but some text within that and really, it is a great way to either offer them a coupon for the product, offer them a way that if they sign up and give them your email, that you will give them a discount. Basically, from there, you're trying to get them to buy the product. But in my case, since I don't have a product yet, what he suggested I do was something along the lines of very similarly, where you have an ad, cool, brings people in, they click that, it will bring them to a landing page and kind of the whole process he thought might work well is that saying, hey, we're about to launch, we're getting ready to launch and we are gonna have a limited quantity of coffee, which is true. I can only buy one MOQ with the minimum order quantity, which is gonna be a couple thousand dollars and it'll get me like a thousand bags. So that is what I'm gonna order and we'll see if I can sell that. But the idea being like, hey, we're about to launch, go ahead and give us your email to sign up to be notified as soon as it comes out. And by doing that, we will give you a coupon off. If you pay $5 now, you'll get a $10 coupon. So I actually worded that pretty poorly. <laughs> but the idea being they click that, they're interested because they are fascinated about the specialty coffee. I need to really explain it well on the landing page. And then by putting a $5 deposit down to get a $10 coupon when it comes out, it'll help me gauge how many people are actually interested in this so that I can know before I order the full amount of coffee, okay, we have at least 100 people, like that is awesome. And if we can get those people to leave reviews, it will really help like skyrocket the whole launch itself. And then it does provide you a little bit of money, which that I don't think is the main purpose at all. It's just knowing that they are committed because if they go through those steps to give their email and put like a $5 deposit down, then yeah, you can pretty much count that they are interested. They are ready and good to go. And the really cool thing with that too is that it will get their email, which is super, super important. And I am going to be selling the coffee on Amazon, which they don't give you any customer information. So as you buy and review from Coffee Up Cup, you can do that all through Amazon, but they all have your information protected, which as a customer for you, yeah, that's really nice. But for a brand or a business, that's really not that helpful because there's no way for us to really plug you into the brand to let you know more about the brand, to get you involved, to give, you know, include you in giveaways or, you know, just all the fun stuff that can really come from being on a brand's 
newsletter. Like for instance, those expensive sunglasses that I got, Ombras, they are having a huge, they actually in this last week sent me two different emails. One where they want review videos made and they'll give a thousand dollars to the top video that they choose and then if you make them laugh from what you create a video with their sunglasses they'll give you a free pair of sunglasses which are all like around 160 dollars so i was like shoot that's really easy like i'm gonna do that for sure and then another one they've joined together with a couple other like outdoor adventure groups and they have this like giveaway of so much gear where i'm like wow that's really cool what can i do like what do i have to do to get entered into that so things like that where if you're just buying from amazon you would never know that because you don't know anything other than like oh this coffee's good it's specialty coffee cool, I paid 35 bucks, but it's really high quality and it's, you know, creating a great social impact and all, you know, whatever else they're thinking when you're buying it. So having a way through the ads to get their email will be super important. And so that's kind of what we talked about as far as getting me to the next steps and kind of outlining how I'm going to get to launching. So rather than just completely jumping in and buying the 1000 bags of coffee, I was tasked with looking through videos that are in that program I'm in that go over paid ads and kind of everything you need to know about it. So I did that last week, finished it up at the beginning of this week, and then kind of, you guys, what I realized from watching the video is that, and I wrote it in big, beautiful cursive letters on my note-taking paper, is that hire someone to do this. Ugh, gross. It is one of those things where it is very technical, it's very fine-tuned, it's very like, you, I feel like you have to be really interested and intrigued with it, which as you can guess, I am not interested in that. And I think the main reason is because you're basically having to learn a whole new task and talent, something that people have businesses on. Like you hire this out to someone because they are the expert on it and to become an expert on it is very hard. It's not easy. And then even more so, like the real reason is that every new like iOS update that comes out, which protects, you know, protects in quotes, <laughs> customers privacy, it then takes away even more things that you could do with the paid ads and the benefits you could get from that. And that was what the main guy in the video was saying, like, well, back in 2016, we could do this, 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 and this. And we saw, you know, amazing results but now since i was 14 and this and this and this has happened you now can no longer do some of these things but you have to think of it like this and we've had to learn you know all of this new stuff that they're having to learn as a business because that's what this guy does is like the marketing paid ads thing with a business of his own so when i'm watching that as he's going through like all these spreadsheets of how you figure out these different equations to see if it's worth it and the upsells and the downsells and the upsell one and two and then the oh i wrote down all of these <laughs> little initials and what they mean but eventually as i was going i'm like man i think where i'm at and like if you do what the program wants you to do where you're the owner and you're not getting caught up in all these small details that take forever. Like this would be another part-time job that I would need to learn to do and how to do this all. Where if I'm the owner, I would hire someone to do it. So I actually emailed the guy in his business to see like, hey, I know like I'm pretty new with the business we haven't launched yet. I gave him like this whole backstory of what I'm doing and what I'm looking to do and how like it makes more sense to me to just pay professionals to do this because you guys listen to this if 
I can get someone who knows what they're doing because kind of how it is with ads, you always have to run tests to see like which ad will do better because how the coach explained it to me is that you need to spend at least $20 a day for the ad spend and you need to run the ad for five days. That's like the standard basic model of you're going to run an ad for five days. $20 a day is what is going to be spent. So spend $100 and then you'll see from that if it was a good ad, you'll see it's starting to take off. If not, then you turn that off, then you rework some things and you try it again and then you do it again. So it's a lot of like he mentioned, like you're kind of paying to figure out what works and what reaches the audience we're looking for, which for me, I'm like, that's fine. Okay, whatever. But then when I was watching these videos, I was like, huh, I could do that. Like if need be, if I had to, I can learn the basics of this because I do like to learn new things and it is sort of a helpful tool to use and to have but on the long scale of my life and the different businesses I want to have in the future businesses I'm just going to be hiring this out because it will be their job to learn all these dumb little tweaks that these corrupt <laughs> social media accounts are always changing always adding so for me it does seem to make more sense and it gets me excited to be able to potentially hire someone to do that because in the past I would never do that that is not me I like to save money I like to learn things on my own I like to do things on my own but the whole purpose of this brand in particular coffee up cup is that I am trying to be the owner I'm trying to step back and bring people in to a team or even these would be like contractors that you're paying to do a job <laughs> so projects within your company but you're putting that together and you're focusing on the vision and having the money to pay for that vision. So the guy did get back to me and he asked me a bunch of questions that would help him further gauge if they could help me right now. And it kind of sounds like I'm going to be too new for them and they're going to be too expensive for me to use at this moment, which is kind of a bummer. But I did tell him like, I do want to make these relationships eventually and kind of just because of what I just explained to you right now. So I'm interested to hear back to see what he thinks after I kind of explained where I'm at with everything and where I'm headed to see like, can they help me out now? Or I said at the end, like, or if you know any good like freelancers who can take on small projects like this, because really it's not going to be that hard in the beginning to do a couple of ads to see which ones work and then to get us to get people to sign up to give, say, the $5 deposit for their $10 coupon, which will get us to launching. You know, if I can be willing to spend the money now to do that, sacrifice the money now, but save time in like my own time of having to learn to do this and the time it would take to you know a couple weeks or a month or two compared to maybe just a few weeks like two to three weeks <laughs> to to get some good initial interest going then i think it is definitely worth it and i had told him like tentatively i'd be willing to spend a thousand dollars a month for that which to me that is wild that is so insane you guys like i make a little over that from my morning job but like oh, that would be cutting it really, really close with everything. And I told him like the bummer is that like, for me, that's a lot of money. It sounds insane, like to spend $1,000 for a team and ads, but that's not a lot at all. Most big brands and companies, they're spending at least like $60,000, $70,000 a month, I believe. And when you hear like their year round ad spend, it's insane. 
And I was like, the sad thing is like in one month, most brands spend more money on their ads than an average person makes in a whole year. Like it is super hard to find a job that pays you fifty to $60,000 in a year. <laughs> and these brands are paying that to get to your phones, to get all over the internet. So it is very weird and creepy and like, <laughs> I don't know. So I am waiting to hear from him on that. I'm kind of thinking like that's probably not going to go anywhere. But if he can give me a good contact of a freelance person that could help me out and that I can kind of task with doing this, like, man, that alone would be so amazing and so cool. And then I did reach out to Valerie. She is my sourcing agent. But remember, I interviewed her and her business Cradle back last summer. And I asked her kind of the same question, like, hey, do you guys outsource anyone who does and specializes in paid ads because their whole thing is outsourcing from Africa. And it would, I think, be cheaper even to do it with and partner up with a brand or even a person or company in Africa that is all about that, that has the experience because I'm already doing that for the coffee. So I'm still waiting back to hear from her, but I kind of like, as I was learning about the ads, my mind switched to like, okay, Michael, you were taking notes like a student, but now you need to step back because this is just like, it's it's kind of like the initial and gut feeling that you get in certain situations where you're like, I just feel like I'm not supposed to be doing this. <laughs> and I don't know exactly if you trust that feeling. Like that is what got me to reach out to the one guy that I just talked about and then also to Valerie. So as soon as I had that, I was like, yes, I'm going to email them. Like, I'm so excited. Like, I'm going to have to pay money, which is a different like shift in my mind from going from like, save every bit you get, Michael, work hard, work all these jobs, save, save, save. So like, if I want to make money, you got to spend money. Michael, is it worth it for you to get the ads going? And the other cool thing within that too is it could potentially also draw people in to join that remote workers club that I've been waiting to start, which I think it will be so cool. And that's one of the things I told him was like, I really want to run these businesses, this community, like I have set myself up to do that. And that's what I love to do. That's what I want to do. But meanwhile, I'm just like floundering around making random social media posts. And I even stopped making social media posts for Fisher Philbrick, which I explained on, I think it was maybe two podcast episodes ago, because like there's no one engaging in them. So why am I wasting time? Like I'm wasting a lot of important time in my day to day, making posts and creating content that no one cares about and no one's watching or looking at. And maybe some of you are, but even with you guys, it's still a very, very small group of people that are even listening. So I'm like, man, this world is crazy. But to think that maybe you really do, you just have to pay. You have to pay your way. It's like <laughs> maybe in a lot of other, uh, maybe we'll say other countries, you pay people off to get your way up, you know, to go higher and higher. You got to pay the right people. You got to know the right people. And to think that that is also now the case with social media and getting audiences built and customers is you just have to pay and like for them they don't realize like you don't realize as you're scrolling through facebook or instagram all these ads like you notice the ads and some of them you like and think are cool others you think are so annoying and awful and you're like why are there so many ads but these people are paying so so much money to get in front of your face so uh all in all i think the paid ad things is like gross awful but if i can utilize it to get things going and running and launched 
then I am up for it. I'm up for learning that. And really, I'm also excited because if I can work with someone else, I do like working with other people and managing other people. And for me, that will be very exciting to have an expert. And that's what I like to do on the creative side of things where I'm like, I know a little bit about a lot of different things. I've experienced a lot in life. I have good like critical thinking and problem solving skills. So I, I'm pretty well-rounded in a lot of these things, but there are certain things that I just don't know enough about and I don't have the time or expertise or even like the drive to dive into that. But you give me that person that knows everything and if I can use them and work with them and utilize them for the project that we're doing, like, whoa, amazing. So that is kind of what I am looking forward to in these next couple of days is hearing back from those two people I emailed to see is there an option to hire someone to help me with that or am I going to go ahead and dive into doing at least these first ads by myself? And that was what the guy I emailed kind of mentioned like it is very good you know to start with a company right off the bat but it's usually very expensive so cost wise it tends to make more sense to start them off yourself and that was when he said but go ahead and answer these questions so we can learn more about you so that to me makes sense and i'm guessing they are very expensive but these people man if you had the money they will create the ads for you they test them they track which ones are good they have a team member or like a couple team members that create landing pages for you that once they click the ad will bring them to a beautiful page they you know oh man a marketing team a digital paid ads team like they can do amazing things so just from looking at their website i'm like man these people will be so cool to hire one day for this business or for many other businesses that i do have so i would say in closing that's kind of what i'm working on waiting to hear back if i'm gonna have to do it if i do have to do it then it would be creating most likely images that showcase the coffee to, and figure out like what I'm really going to stick to for what is going to draw the people in because you need like a hook to get people's attention to draw them in. So that's what I have to be working on. I mean, I think I'd have to work on that even if I hire it out. Like <laughs> it's not just good luck, you guys. I'm paying you money. Do something. So I need to be working on that. The bummer thing is I updated the label from the samples I got. So I took pictures and have nice pictures from those sample bags I got in October. Those are irrelevant now. So I need to find a way to almost like Photoshop on the new label to a standard black matte bag, which they do have those images for sale, like the stock images, but I think I might be able to find it for free and then use my iPad and like put something together. But I need to create creative content. Then I need to create a landing page, which the card.co it's c-a-r-r-d.co that's the one that i have my website on they are a landing page website maker and i think you can have up to 10 landing pages so i only have two used right now one for coffee up cup one for mmarlinwhite.com which is my personal website so that's really cool because then i have already paid what i needed to to have another landing page that i can create so then it would be creating a landing page saying like here's the coffee that you were interested in from the ad and then have a way that they can sign up and give me their email and then it would include emailing them out a coupon code discount most likely i think that would come as i'm launching 
So I would funnel those people into a specific list. One, like, yeah, they're going to be on the newsletter list. So hooray, that's cool. But then two, they'll be in a separate list of people who have signed up and have paid the amount for that. The other scenario, once I'm launched, that the coach mentioned is that as they give your email, you can have a thank you message that pops up with the direct link that takes them to the Amazon listing with the 20% like marked off already. And then he explained how you can have an email series that kind of goes through and kind of reminds them and keeps providing them with a code just in case they didn't purchase it right away. Maybe in two to three days, they'll see like, oh yeah, I was super interested in this. And then you know, he kind of talked through a timeline. So there is definitely a lot of good stuff coming, a lot of new territory that I haven't ventured in that I'm going to have to learn and jump into learning. But overall, I am excited because it is giving me something to do. And he even said, like, I'm giving you permission to not focus on social media. And I was like, oh, good, because I was already kind of starting to do that myself. But it should be really cool in these next couple days and weeks to really figure out how we're getting to launch. But this and what I've shared with you is a big part of these next steps for the company and where I'm going to be going with it and how I can get people, audience people, customers. Like I was like, at this point, yes, I'll just pay for people to like the product, to like me. You know, it's like when you can't make friends on your own, you just pay to have friends, that sort of thing, which you should never do. You guys, that's a bad idea. But thinking like that for the business it's like if you can't bring people in from your own social media then yeah i'll pay for them like there is good stuff happening that will be happening that remote workers club i think is going to be so cool so impactful but what is the purpose of me creating all this if i can't get anyone interested or involved or if those people that would be interested and involved if they can't see my stuff like what are you supposed to do well you gotta pay for it Bummer, but also cool. That is a valid route that I can take. So I'll leave you with that. Have a great rest of your day. Make sure you are following along with the social media that you're signed up for the newsletter. I still do pop in on those things. So I'm not abandoning the ship altogether with those. So I hope you're excited that you can follow along and I'll be talking to you all next week. Thanks for listening to Fisher Philbrick The Show. Here's how you can best support us. You can subscribe, comment, and rate the show. You can share this podcast with your social circles and even consider becoming a monthly sponsor of the show. Any of these items that you're able to do will make such a big difference. Thanks again for listening and for your support.